Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Hello and welcome to the July 24th, 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marich. I'm here with Gihan Karuniratni, and we are talking about breast reconstruction with free abdominal flaps is associated with persistent lower extremity venous stasis. This is by Drs. Mameni, uh, with Dr. Panucci being uh, the senior author. This was published in PRS in June 2019. So, Gihan, what was this paper looking at? Um, so this was essentially a pilot study which was looking into um, the risk of a VTE in patients who were undergoing autologous breast reconstruction with abdominally based free flaps um, following mastectomy for breast cancer. Uh, the things they were looking at in particular were the um, diameter, cross-section and flow rate through the common femoral vein, which they've previously looked into um, that... Uh, displays a risk um, for developing VTE. They looked at that preoperatively on the first day, postoperatively, and then on the day of discharge. And interestingly, they found that um, all of those risk factors were elevated day one, right through to the day of discharge. Now, do you just want to speak for a minute about this, the measurements that they did on the vein? Why were they looking at the vein? What's the, what's like their, What's the theory behind why these venous measurements are significant? Yeah, so uh, a couple of things. Uh, the diameter of the vessel and its cross-sectional area was found to be um, inversely uh, related to flow rate um, and stasis of the vessel is known to be a risk factor as per Verkau's triad for developing um, venous thromboembolism. The other thing they found was as the diameter of the vessel uh, got larger, there was endothelial damage, which then uh, furthered the risk. Yeah, so the idea is you've then got two out of three of Verkau's triad sort of going in, and, and could this be a potential explanation uh, for why there is uh, an increased incidence of uh, venous thromboembolism in patients where the intra-abdominal pressure is raised, such as with uh, free tram flaps? Um, so what did you get out of this paper? What were the main things you learned from this paper? Yeah, so the things that I thought were really good to take out of this paper were that um, I think it, we all know that uh, post-operatively these patients and this patient load um, do have an increased risk of VTE, but we don't have well-defined understandings of how long that persists for. This paper clearly defines that it's at least until the day of discharge, and I think it offers a further area for research to see how long this does remain um, and when that risk goes back to normal because I think that would uh, then direct potential prophylactic treatment. Yeah, yeah, it is a shame they didn't have any cohort going out um, beyond the day of discharge because certainly there was no uh, significant difference in terms of uh, the vessel diameter, the area of the flow velocity between post-operative day one and the day of discharge. It'd be nice to know when it returns to normal because that could then inform how long we should be uh, continuing our, um, the measures that we take to decrease our DVTs in this patient group, whether it's 
by wearing TED stockings or uh, giving the patients uh, uh, clexane or, or heparin uh, subcut after their discharge from heart. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about the paper? No, that was the main thing. I think it, um, it sort of describes an area for research, um, which I'm sure will hopefully get answered in the coming, uh, I guess they are designed as a pilot study, so hopefully they're going to come out with something a bit bigger with those longer term outcomes. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.